Hey, this is Yelena with 23T, a podcast all about the starving artists and where I'll be spilling the tea all over myself. Back then, I wore my mom's fur coat to school. I was like, fuck everybody, bruh. It is just so true. You have to have the thickest skin. I was actually thinking of deleting Facebook. You're literally selling yourself as your business. Yeah, so this is my third attempt at post-secondary. One in three people in North America don't know their neighbor's name. People aren't ready for the hate that comes with it. Hi, okay, welcome back to 23T, welcome back to um, the interview portion of 23T, and welcome back to Women's March, where we celebrate uh, only female artists for the month of March, and we celebrated Women's Day, which was the 8th, celebrated my birthday, which was the 9th, and um, now we're just going to, we're going to keep going for the rest of the month, so I do have a guest here, but I'm going to start with my bad news as usual. So this bad news is actually like hot and fresh out the kitchen. It's just off the tabloids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, my brother's girlfriend. It is an icy one today. And my brother's girlfriend, and I'm just learning more. He just got home. Um, that she broke her wrist today. So she was getting out of her car, and then she went to go get, I guess it's garbage today in their neighborhood. And she went to go get the garbages. I guess they like slid off into the middle of the road and when she was going to get them she fell and she broke her wrist to make matters better and worse (laughs) um they're going on a trip with us in two months and she has to have the cast for eight weeks which gives her like a couple days to get it off before we not really anything though (laughs) so it's like if she doesn't get it a couple days off before they leave she's gonna have to have it for an extra two weeks on the trip which is like not ideal at all um, and it's also her right wrist and she's right-handed. So like really sad, bad news today. I know it's not directly my bad news, but I'm sad. It's like my sister-in-law and I love her very much. So that sucks. So everyone be safe out there. It's an icy one. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm going to push that aside. Um, <laughs> I have a guest here today. Really exciting. We actually know each other. Um, there have been some guests that I think I haven't known as long as I've known you. Or that we actually like did something together. But this is Sarah. No. Say hi, hi, Sarah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so this is Sarah. Um, Sarah and I met at work, right? That was yeah. the first empire. W- uh, first way we met was at yeah. work. Yeah. Um, I've had a few people from work on it. I don't yeah, know if you know that. Nick and Evan were on it. Mm-hmm. And then I heard Kyle, Patrick. You know yes. Kyle. Yes. Because you went to Res. We all, yeah. Yes. We all went to Res. Yeah. Okay, KW Life, guys. We all Seriously, know each other. It's very small. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's very small. <laughs> Um, in KW again, um, Sarah, you grew up in KW too, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but we're going to get into uh, everything about you and your art and where you went to school and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I do want to read because um, I read it today and I was like, this is so good. I went to Sarah's <laughs> website and I just want to read her. When you go to her about slash contacts, okay, ma- I want to make sure I say your last name right. I'm pretty sure like Flyzig. Yeah, that's okay. actually bang on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, so Sarah Fleisig is an experimental fine art photographer focusing on the relationship between femininity and liquid liquidity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, tactile engagement and organic processes are deeply important to her work as they allow for a more intimate connection between the viewer and her images. Constantly exploring and experimenting with different liquids and soaking methods, she has specifically taken an interest in female bodily fluids, such as blood. Sweat, <laughs> urine, and tears. Recently a graduate of Sheridan's Bachelor of Photography program, she is currently based in Toronto, Ontario. Sarah enjoys a good Nutella stuffed crepe. 
I do. I think that's an awesome intro. And this is, <laughs> Thank I, you. I have not, you are probably the most appropriate person to be interviewing for Women's March after oh, reading really? this intro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blood, sweat, urine, and tears. It, of females? Yes. Only females. Uh, yes. It's actually, okay. it's interesting because I find that men aren't really willing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've asked a couple. I've had a couple friends um who are male give blood but not mm-hmm. many yeah it's not really their thing okay well and, and, I wanna I, no. <laughs> I want to I get back into this yeah, yeah. but I also because <laughs> I'm like okay cool but also just like I want you to introduce yourself I know I just did a big intro on you yeah. that's on your website but please just like introduce yourself kind of like what you like to tell people mm. um and yeah like go for it yeah so my name's Sarah um I'm an experimental fine art photographer that's kind of how I would like to be in the photography world and who I'd want to be in the work I would want to make um I went to school for photography I just recently graduated last year at Sheridan College which was amazing it was the best program that I could have ever gone in it was it was it was perfect I met amazing people I made amazing work that I was really proud of and I really kind of became the artist I wanted to be through that program so yeah I owe a lot to that program um yeah and I do really like new to tell stuff crepes it's <laughs> <laughs> so true okay so very good it wasn't a lie um let's talk more but I have to do the whole 23 tea session so yeah. these are some teas that I just got for my birthday oh. um they're earl gray and they're also green tea so if you want to choose whichever one you like I and I have sorry mm-hmm. I love green tea okay I yeah like gallons of it okay it's, it's my go-to um, oh yeah pomegranate yeah okay perfect that was <laughs> there's <easy>. like <laughs> two teas that I drink and one's mint green tea and the other one's pomegranate wow. green tea so perfect Amazing. have you ever had this specific uh brand no but it's this that. is like Ooh. the I think they have this store in Conestoga Mall exactly yeah I yeah. got um the Earl Grey from my brother and happy I got... belated birthday by the Thank way yeah. <laughs> 24 that's a big one I know I actually turned 24 March 30th March 30th. Yeah. Are you still a Pisces March 30th? No, I'm an Aries. Okay. Cusp or like fully Aries? Full. Okay, full on. Full yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, do you think this is enough? Probably, right? I think so. I, I'm still learning. Um, I don't really know with loose leaf. I've, uh, the reason why I asked for loose leaf and have been doing loose leaf is because I was trying to learn more about tea. And apparently loose leaf is just higher quality. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I learned a lot about tea through yeah. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> a lot and how I'm really into it and I'm like being snobby about it no um, no I love it I think it's just more fun though yeah with the, with the <laughs> podcast <laughs> um but yeah I have my do you want me to hold this oh no don't worry okay. done this before sometimes it like wobbles and I'm like oh yeah but then <laughs> then it always works out so we're fine do you like the little teacups I yeah cute it's hey? just like miniature yeah they're from Ethiopia oh they're really from my cute. dad's friend um they're really pretty the colors I know hey I really like them. Um, but yeah, so we've got our tea. I'm going to let this steep for a few minutes, and then we're going to talk more about you. So the program at Sheridan, you're saying it was amazing. I'm happy that you had a good experience yeah. with school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I feel like a lot of people do kind of struggle with them, um, mm-hmm. especially, I think, two creatives struggle with the whole school aspect. But mm-hmm. I was really fortunate enough, and I'm very grateful that I, I was able to go to such an amazing school with amazing profs and people. Um, it was, yeah, it was a really great experience. Mm-hmm. I, I remember going to it 
well, applying to it too and, and knowing that I wanted to go into photography that I, I took a year off and I really wanted to make sure that this is what I wanted because I, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. So right. uh, I took the time and I knew from the beginning I wanted to go to Sheridan. I think I only applied to Sheridan and Ryerson mm-hmm. and Ryerson I got accepted to like was early and I was like, oh no, maybe I should go there. And I was like mm-hmm. holding out for Sheridan and then I finally got Sheridan. I was, oh. It Amazing. was a good day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I knew you when that happened. Am I yeah. allowed to say that? Yes. Yeah. Because I don't think we started working together until... You took your year off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I worked there until like my second year of mm-hmm. your college university. So okay. yeah. Because I worked there because I took a year off of university. Yeah. And then I... You were at York? I was at York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think we worked together in that in that gap year yeah. that we both yeah. had. And I, I feel like I remember us both applying. And, and you're talking about this. I think, too, because I, it's you... Been, it's surprisingly been long. So it, long. Like, it feels like, it, I, like <laughs> I saw you yesterday, but at the same time, it's like it's really been like five years. It, yeah, it's weird. And I go back to that theater, too, and I'm like, this was like... Oh. I was just there yesterday. Oh, did, what'd you see? Uh, we saw... Is it called Captain Marvel? Is that the yes. title? Yeah. Yes. It's a superhero With the female movie. lead. Yeah. 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 It was all right. Yeah. I mean, we just saw it like because it was something to do. Yeah. Um, it's a Marvel film. I, li- I, I like Marvel films, but it is like just like exciting and action packed. Yeah. Okay. But I Good prefer like more of like uh, uh, realist. Yeah. I, I feel like with those yeah. movies too, it's like you, you know how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that yeah. everything's going to work of out course. in the end. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, it was entertaining. It was good. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's nice to hear that you had a really positive experience. And because yeah. as someone, you're one of the first people that I've been talking to who went into a program like me, a creative program, mm-hmm. and knowing already that that's what they wanted to do and now continuing to pursue that. Whereas a lot yeah. of people that I, I know that are creatives went to school for something else yeah, as a backup plan or mm-hmm. whatever. So I think that's what sets you apart is like you went for it um, and got a like a higher education in your art. So I just want to ask you like why did you choose that path instead of being like other people who are like no this is something that I love to do and I'm going to yeah. do it without having to go to school for it. Like if I'm going to go to school I'm going to take like law. Or, yeah. Like, business yeah, or, like it's it's safe. Mm-hmm, like you know it, coming out yes. that it's like I got this. Yes. Um mm-hmm. I again I very grateful for my parents. Um both are very well, my dad, he, he teaches architecture and portfolio classes. Um, he used to teach at Re- Resurrection, mm-hmm. just high school there. So he is very, he was like always supported of anything creative. Like He designed your house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember like, that. Crazy, like designed it and then built it. Just, yeah, I should give him more credit, but <laughs> yeah, good guy. Um, <laughs> great dad. Mm-hmm. And my mom too was always, because she, she kind of had, um, she loved her job and then kind of she had to move like places within her job too and then she just said like make sure that you find something that you love because near the end there she was kind of like like now I'm just going every day because it's my job Mm -hmm. um so she's like make sure you do something you love like it's so important so I was very grateful to have very understanding parents and even my grandparents were like do what you love like be happy so I know that sounds so cliche but it was I think because of my parents especially it was really easy for me to say that I'm like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go for um, something in a creative field and uh, they really they really got it which was really nice so 
I think that support was really huge because even hearing people within my program, um, their parents weren't very, not that they weren't very supportive, but they were just like, oh, okay, like that's what you're doing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But my parents were like very, uh, very supportive, very involved. They Mm -hmm. like researched Sheridan College themselves and they were like, this is crazy. This is amazing. They like went to the tours with me. So Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Sorry, was that a really long rant? No, not at all. Okay. If, I yeah. ever, if I ever look away, it's not because I'm not listening. It's because I'm just searching for... Okay, yeah. yeah. Go, yeah. But I'm 100% engaged. Okay. Um, no, and I'm. that's really nice to hear because my parents, I love my parents, and they're very supportive of everything that I do. But I have to say it was a process for them mm-hmm. when I wanted to go to theater school. And rightly so, because for me, I mean, I did what I did. It yeah. was the experience that I had, but it was pretty negative oh, okay. in a lot of different ways. Um, that sucks. I know it does suck, yeah. but you know what? Hey, it is what it is. I still like, I have a goal in mind and I still mm-hmm. pursue my passions, but I, I, when I wanted to go to university, my parents didn't let me apply for th- theater school. And I mean, uh, now they're incredibly supportive and just want me to do what I want to do mm-hmm. and, you know, completely change their minds. Oh. Um, but in the beginning, yeah, they were definitely like, that's, that's not what you go to university for and spend all this money for you're not going to get a job out of that like it's they just didn't see it as sort of the right move for me Mm -hmm. um and I'm stubborn so I took a year off instead and was working with you and I was like (laughs) at the movie theater theater, I was like I guess if I'm not going to school for what I want I'm not going to school so that's yeah yeah. that's fair so (laughs) yeah for them they were like well it just was like okay well if she's going to school for what she wants is at least she's in school was their yeah. mindset. And um, I think too, taking mm-hmm. the year off just shows that it's like, no, I'm serious about this. Like Absolutely. I'm not mm-hmm. kidding. This is what I want. So Absolutely. Um, and I think a lot of why my experience was negative had everything to do with me, like not everything, but a lot of it. Um, I mean, it wasn't my fault that they striked for a thousand years, but (laughs) so I was in the strike. Um, so apparently York strikes like literally every three months, but I just got like a little tidbit of the strike in my last year and it was so awful. It Mm -hmm. sucked. I felt like I was just rotting away. Oh yeah. It takes a toll for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like I did everything I could in like the first two weeks and Mm -hmm. then I had four more weeks to just Mm -hmm. rot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But how long was your program? It was four years. Four years. Okay. So like intensive. Um, I would say so. I think any creative, uh, like for us uh, at York, it's... um, there's a lot of like you think you have free time, but a lot of that free time is put into like putting up the plays, putting up the shows, yeah. going into um, all like, of the workshops that you're doing. Yeah. Like you have you're always doing something outside of class work. Oh, 100 um, percent. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say that it's mm-hmm. like you have class and then you just continue to work. And then yeah. I felt like especially in my fourth year, it was I had class. I would go. I would shoot. I would edit. I would come home. I would kind of organize images and paginate um And then I would go to bed and I was like, I still didn't do everything I wanted to do. And then I would Mm -hmm. wake up and do it all over again. It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Something that's also different from you and the other photographers that I've interviewed is the fact that you do, like, I, when I look at it, I'm like, I call it like creative photography, but you, it's fine art photography. Well, that's what I like to call it. Yeah. personally like for me I'm like I'm like call it whatever you want it's Mm -hmm. like however you perceive it whether Mm -hmm. you like it or hate it if Mm -hmm. it if it makes you feel something then I I think I did my job Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah um so I just want to ask you because the photographers Mm -hmm. 
like I said, that I was interviewing, they're those people who like do like the weddings, the family yeah. shoots, like stuff like that. I want to know if like if if that's anything that you dabble in for um, money purposes yeah. or anything like that, but 100%. also um, your goals with your like fine art photography mm. and sort of just how you see your career building and mm. sort of just the bigger picture of all of it. Okay. So, um, yeah, like I definitely dabble in weddings mm-hmm. and family shoots and like baby shoots and I like corporate parties. Like this year I did like this, the, this biggest corporate party I've ever done. It was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Oh, oh yes, please. Yeah. Yes. The tea. <laughs> yes, the tea. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something I do. I, I do love doing it because one, I get to shoot and if it's going to make me money and if it's going to help me support doing the creatives that I want to do, then 100% I'm going to do it. Um, I think, and I think too, a lot of people in creatives want to come out right out the bat and do like all the glamorous work they possibly can, which is great to have those dreams. But I think too, you have to be a little realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I have no problem shooting weddings. I, I love it. I get to do it. It's kind of also a nice break. I feel like from my creative stuff because it is so different and the editing process is so different that it kind of I get to breathe a little bit with that work um yeah but I love that I have nothing against people who shoot stuff like that I think that's awesome Mm -hmm. um I have big like kudos to wedding photographers who are in it because they actually love it not Mm -hmm. because the money is really great but Mm -hmm. to actually really love shooting that like good for you guys Mm -hmm. um yeah, so I have no problem doing that stuff, and I'll probably continue doing that stuff for the rest of my life. Uh, but I would love to just kind of like one day be able to be have a stable living and a stable career, just like making and selling art. I do want to get my master's um, down the line for sure, and like I would love to teach as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely want to teach at like a college university level, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, I'm just like I just want to show my art in kind of a gallery setting or magazines or Mm -hmm. I would love to work with a gallery too that's like a goal I've been striving for and yeah I think in the end I would just I would really love to be able to have like a stable life just creating art and having and people wanting to like have that Mm -hmm. um that is kind of like the end goal and to be my own boss really I think Mm -hmm. any creative's end goal is to like be your own boss in the end so for sure that is kind of what I would hope for mm-hmm. in the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> feel free to have a truffle. Oh my I don't gosh. Know if you thank you. Yeah. I'm going to have Some a sip tea? of tea. Yeah, of course. Some tea, a truffle. It's, it's really nice listening to you. I mean, I haven't seen you in so long and just, yeah, this is a... really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like the perfect temperature of tea. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just ready to be, here's a debate. Just ready to be drank. Drank. Just re- Ready just to be sipped on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to avoid it entirely. Yeah, yeah, just, anyways. Uh, I am going to do this. I'm going to move no. it away from the mic because I don't want this to turn into like... ASMR? What is, yeah. Unless, love... you're, unless you're into that. Oh, yeah. I am into it. <laughs> People think I'm super weird for liking ASMR. It puts me to sleep. Mm. It Uh-oh. really puts me... To, there's a couple... I do. I am very uh, selective with who I watch and <laughs> listen to on YouTube. There's a couple of ASMR girls that I like. Um, the other ones, I it does give the effect of like I do cringe a little bit, and I'm like, okay, I'm not into this. But some of them, you know, they're right for me, and they put me to sleep. <laughs> okay, I low key kind of like the ones um, 
of like people eating which mm. is so gross but like the noodle ones mm. i don't know what that is my friend showed me it and i was like this is so weird and then we kept watching them and i'm like oh like the ones of the meeting noodles is kind of funny and so <laughs> if i had to pick one what, what's like your like asmr go-to oh i uh, i'll give you like a specific trigger that i like okay <laughs> for those people that are listening and just tuned off i'm sorry well i'll stop talking about this really quickly but sarah asked so i have to share yeah. <laughs> um tapping for some reason oh like tap yes tapping i don't yeah. know why but it like it really relaxes me yeah um tapping on like wood tapping i, I don't, don't really like plastic i don't like the sound of plastic <laughs> <laughs> we don't get That's too okay. into it but i don't like the sound of plastic fair enough um wood is really nice um but yeah there's there's a little bit about me okay i feel, um, I feel like mine was so weird now compared to yours i'm no, so okay <laughs> mine is, uh, i'm so sorry yeah i i I opened up that i go to bed to asmr <laughs> um but no i want to what we Sorry, talked yeah. about before with the website and I mm-hmm. read your intro. Yeah. Please go into, um, we'll talk more about being a woman. And I also want to talk about just being in KW and coming back yeah, to KW. For sure. Um, but yeah, talk more about uh, what you do with your creations. Yeah. In terms so, of blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for a fourth year, um, my thesis, I focused on, I focused on women and uh, their bodily fluids and liquids. So, um, like you said earlier in my intro, I focused a lot on like tears, menstrual blood, urine, sweat, um, all kind of these female bo- like biological bodily fluids. Um, so in my process, a lot of it, because I've always kind of felt connected to water and liquids. I like, I love swimming. I love the water. I got my scuba license. Like I thought I was going to be an underwater photographer. You're sure you're not a Pisces. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know because, well, like, I, and, yeah, and Aries is like a fire sign. And I'm like, I should be a water sign. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. No, no, no. Go. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with my process, a lot of it involves like submerging my prints and liquids or I shoot a lot of film. So uh, and sorry, I'm kind of going to go off track here and oh, hopefully oh. it all connects. Yeah. But in second year, we had to do an assignment where we had to pick a photographer we like and kind of... Uh, and similar to their style, create one of our own images. So I picked this one photographer who, cool. yeah, it was a really, it was kind of like the assi- assignment that I was like, whoa, this is what I like kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did Bridget Bloom, who is, uh, she doesn't really shoot much anymore, but she soaked her film in like beet juice and urine. And she got like these crazy colored effects. So I was like, well, I'm going to try it. Mm-hmm. So um I reached out to her actually in an email and she got back to me right away, awesome. which was so cool. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. Kind of like someone I looked up to in photography and she was so open about her process. And it was, it was just really nice to hear someone who's kind of making it and kind of where I would like to be just like mm-hmm. talking to someone in second year university. So, yeah. um, she reached out and then, so I just did it. So I like soaked my 35 millimeter mm-hmm. film in my own pee and I got it developed. So it, it worked out, but sorry, I'll kind of go more into the process of it. But, uh, so basically I'll take the roll of film. Thank you, by the way, mm-hmm. for pouring that. And, uh, I'll put my liquid in a cup. So I'll like pee in a cup or like spit in a cup or, mm-hmm salt water anything and then I like just take the film I don't like open it or anything I just take it out of the plastic and I plop it in and then however long I want it to sit and then I'll let it dry it usually takes like a day or two and then I'll put it in my film camera and then I'll shoot that 
um, a lot of the times, like on my website here where you see ones, it's just like, it just looks like liquid. Like something like this? Yeah. So that's actually urine. Okay. 35 millimeters soaked in urine. But if you want to go to her website (laughs) so that you can also have a look, it's S-A-R-A-F-L-E-I-S-Z-I-G dot com. Um, And it's under recent work. So you can have a look at what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, But that was like soaked for a day and I had to let it dry. So it's kind of like however long you leave the film and the thing it's like the greater the effects um a lot of the time too i'll soak the actual print itself so uh at being at sheridan we had access to these like great printing labs and Mm -hmm. like five different types of paper so i kind of worked with different types of paper and what would soak better and what um it the only issue with that is that it is really hard to read on a screen kind of this tactile effect Mm -hmm. like you don't really get to see the texture on a screen because it's just one exactly Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of where the struggle comes in but uh at Sheridan you had to present your work uh so you had to you had to print it and mount it so that kind of gave me a bit more freedom where I was able to like physically soak the print itself and show it and kind of have these crinkled effects and stuff like that um and yeah I feel like it it didn't I started doing this I want to say in second year, second semester, I started and I was like, oh, I really like this. And third year, I kind of kept doing it and pushing it. But I don't think I, I really was able to say what I wanted to say until fourth year with my thesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just like constant soaking, experimenting like I've never experimented before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, it was really great. It, I really do love this method for me because I'm such a I I think I need to like touch things I need to move things and I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the best technically with like Photoshop or Adobe Cloud like I I can get by but for me I like I'm like no I want to be able to just move things around and kind of add this there and add this there and I think too working with film especially and kind of doing these soaking soaking methods is that it kind of allows me to breathe and kind of let go of it I don't become so attached to my work which is really nice Um, because it goes into the hands of like whatever this liquid is doing to it yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so like and sometimes it doesn't even turn out um which is kind of like well that sucks I shot like 24 images on that and Mm. I'll never know Mm. um but then sometimes like it works out really great and especially in my fourth year too I started taking like these effects and overlaying them on digital images Mm -hmm which I felt was kind of my happy medium of, okay, I can't necessarily show what this is going to look like as a print, um, but I can still kind of give that effect on the screen, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of what I was focusing on was uh, females and their bodily fluids. For me, too, I think I think the reason why I do shoot a lot of females and why I do do a lot of nudes especially is, um, one, I... I, I I only recently thought about this like in the past couple of months, but I think it's one because myself, I've had such issues with like self-esteem, I guess. And so to kind of like break it all down to just like bare form to me, I'm like, no, like this is like, this is really beautiful. Like to mm-hmm. me, the, the female form and even just the male form, I'm like, that is art in its purest form to me. So mm-hmm. I, that's like a huge thing for me. 
And especially too, when I'm dealing with like women and their bodily fluids, like I don't want the distraction of clothes. Like I, I kind of want it to be like, this is who you are like yeah. straight to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, I, and kind of just like I just said, I feel like clothes can just kind of become a distraction from what I'm really trying to say. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, I think why I focus so much on shooting nudes and I think being a woman myself, being able to kind of like celebrate other women's bodies I think Mm -hmm. it's just like such a cool thing Mm -hmm. like it's just I can't I feel like I can't really put into words how beautiful I think the female form is Mm -hmm. or just like the human form in general is Mm -hmm. um so that's why I do like to shoot a lot of nudes that's amazing yeah (laughs) it's really nice to hear people talk about the things I think one of the reasons why I love this so much is excuse me hearing people talk about what they love for an hour or whatever is like the best thing you can like ask for yeah it's like just <laughs> asking you questions and listening to you talk about something that you really enjoy or that you really love that you're passionate about is just makes me excited oh, like talk you talking about that I'm like geez like th- it makes me feel good I'm like wow oh yeah um, but I was gonna ask you about that I like I wanted yeah. you to get into is like there's obviously a reason behind it and there's obviously mm-hmm. a reason specifically behind why you would use like menstrual blood or yeah. why would you would only use like the tears of a woman or whatever you were mm-hmm. saying but you mentioned that um women seem to be more willing in general yeah. anyways yeah um but then it goes into your work with like um nude photography mm-hmm. but um no I, mm-hmm. oh sorry no I just think too because I feel like a lot of the time um especially the female body it's like super sexualized mm-hmm. like Absolutely. 100 percent. it's yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy um so for me I guess my goal is to I just I kind of want to take that away like it doesn't doesn't need to be sexualized and mm-hmm. I think nudes are so if done right they're so beautiful like you completely yeah you completely take that it's not the first thing that you see yeah yeah mm-hmm. I think that's the best way of putting it and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want that to be the first thing that you see so mm-hmm. I yeah. think that that's awesome. And I, I get, like, uh, obviously, I'm a woman. Like, I get it. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I'll go more <laughs> into it. Like, definitely, like, I personally wouldn't say I have the most curvy body, right? Whereas when you grow up, you're kind of like, that's sort of um, the ideal. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got a great bum, I will say. Yeah. But, like, my <laughs> chest is flat as all hell. Like, I don't, I always, I like to make fun of myself. Like, it comes from a totally comfortable place now yeah. where I'm like, I have the body of a 16-year-old boy. Yes. And, okay. like, I'm, I would say it all the time. <laughs> I I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a little boy. There's yeah. nothing to sexualize about me. Like, and um, uh, people will make jokes all the time. Like, for example, at work, like, my coworker will be, like, for tips, like, as a joke, she'll be like, oh, we just, you know, like, pull up your shirt or something. Like, as a joke. Yeah. She's really wonderful. Like, yeah. I don't want to paint yeah. her to be this no, no, no. horrible yeah. person. But she'll she'll make a joke like that, and I'll just go right back at it and be like, there's there's nothing to see. Like, no, yeah. it will be in the negatives <laughs> if that's the case. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, I've always thought that, that, like, I I'm not this, as much as I am, like, sexy, I don't think that I have this particularly, like, like I sexy, ideal, female, curvaceous body. Yeah. And I think there's so many different, of course, and, like, 
people need to represent all these different female bodies whether or not it's bigger or very thin like I've always been very thin Mm -hmm. and that's been a huge insecurity of mine because I've I've been the same weight since I was like 13 Mm -hmm. and pants and some people are oh yeah like boohoo but it's uh, like when you're going through puberty and you're you know you're growing up and you're mm -hmm. like oh man I still weigh like 100 pounds or or 110 pounds and I my boobs are the same size as they were when I I was 12 just about to say too mm -hmm. because like I'm also like really flat chested and it was like I just want to like be able to buy a grown-up bra (laughs) I'm not wearing a bra right now yeah like so that's but and like oh which is like by all means kudos to you like Mm. I I honestly I'm grateful enough that I don't have to wear one too but Mm. it's like one day I'm like I'm gonna find one (laughs) so but no I I yeah I know what you mean Mm mm-hmm so I think it's just good that there and other people do it as well. Um, I do find that it's like I like to ask, like, how do you find that balance of being like because when you shoot women, there are women who have like that, I guess, stereotypical body of like someone's going to look at it and be like, oh yeah. my God. you know what I mean? Like, how do you find that balance of being like, like, are you looking for women who specifically have a little bit like who are underrepresented and you want to show like this is also like a female body that's also beautiful or are you just like anybody anything goes and you're you're using your creativity and your knowledge of being able to just be like I'm going to shoot this person who maybe is like seen as like could be seen as sexualized Mm -hmm. from most people and I'm going to make it not or like how is your process with that and how do you make people comfortable and be like no don't worry like this is not about that yeah Uh, regardless of how you look this is not going to be about Mm -hmm. that do you know what I'm trying to say yeah yeah um so for me I only shoot people that I know or have met or have had shared experiences with um I don't I've worked with models before and it's just models are great Mm-hmm. Um, but for the work that I wanted to pursue and kind of the creatives that I wanted to do, it just wasn't the right fit for me for my process. So I started reaching out to um, friends or people that I met through people that I was like, oh, like, I really like how you look and you kind of give off this um, personality. And I think we would click really well. So uh, I, I would reach out to people like that. Um, I only I don't force anyone to be like take your shirt off now like I would never put anyone in that position (laughs) yeah um so I always send a mood board of what I want to do and I'm it's not the first time like always going into a shoot I'm not like okay like we're gonna shoot nude Mm. um I always make it so that I'm like wear like I always say like oh we're just like a plain tank top and nylons is like usually my go-to instead and Mm. then I'm like and then I say um if I'm reaching out I'm like in the conversation like if you are comfortable going like even just like topless um is that something you'd be interested in pursuing like this is like some of the work I've done Mm -hmm. um I'm not trying to like sexualize it in any way and usually people are like pretty um agreeing to do it they're Mm -hmm. like no yeah like I'm definitely comfortable doing that and I think too because because I am a woman Mm -hmm. a lot of the time people are going to be more comfortable Mm -hmm. uh with that so I never yeah so I guess if I had to like sum that up I never go into I never go into a shoot being like, this is 100% going to be nude. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I always want to make sure that the person's comfortable, especially to not e- just like, are you like, are you comfortable being nude in front of me? Like, yeah. are you comfortable? It's just, I, I just want to make sure that everyone's okay. Um, I found surprisingly that women are way more comfortable with doing that than men. I've had like a really 
tough time finding men who would like be willing to take their shirt off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, I, and that is why I do shoot a lot of women because mm-hmm. just one, like it's, it's easier for me to have access to women who are more willing and mm-hmm. comfortable with that. And I'm, I, again, I'm thank like, thank you to everyone who's <laughs> ever modeled for me. You guys are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, We'll go stray a little bit from there because you do do yeah. some other stuff. I'm just yes. gonna I'm just right on um, Sarah's Instagram, um, but there are some other stuff that you do. Do you? I want to just talk about your Instagram in general. Like, yeah, do course. you use it as sort of for your business? Do you kind of dabble in just like random personal things, or do mm-hmm. you think through like what you're posting? Because from me looking at it, it's obviously um, photo shoots that you've done or yeah. work that you've put a lot of work into, mm-hmm. and even like it's a selfie it's not really a selfie do you know Uh, what I mean like it's also (laughs) like it's art um so yeah do you want to go into that at all uh yeah so uh one of our assignments in fourth year at my school we do like a huge assignment on Instagram Mm. and actually and it goes into like who are you following how many followers do you have like do you need to be hashtagging more what works for you more with your Instagram so um that assignment really kind of helped me figure out again kind of where I wanted to go with my Instagram I mostly use it for work um I don't hashtag at all it's not my thing I can't I'm a really bad cap I feel like captions I don't know why captions shouldn't give me anxiety but I'm like I don't know what to say so it's interesting you say that and you're a photographer so you do visual art yeah I mean yeah like it doesn't really need a caption yeah oh perfect (laughs) um so cap yeah hashtagging not really my thing captions aren't really my thing I'm really big into location tags I find that location tags if well like if people are looking to kind of maybe build their Instagram through it um location tags are super helpful um always always tagging the people you work with is a big thing Mm -hmm. um I think everyone deserves credit for every little bit of help they did on set or with like any creative Mm -hmm. um but also too I think I feel like images have become so like putting out images has become such like a cultural thing Mm -hmm. like everyone needs to put an image out right away Mm -hmm. that I don't really look at Instagram as something where it's like oh my gosh you have over like 5k followers like you must be doing something right your work must be so amazing Mm -hmm. I think I almost think it's interesting if you don't, if you have like a really low number of followers, it's like, oh, what's like this hidden gem of work? Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for that (laughs) direct compliment. (laughs) No, no, I I do. (laughs) But no, I think too, just because it is, because it is a thing now where um, Instagram is such a, before it used to be just a kind of like. I feel like showcase photo mm-hmm. like photographers and, and like creatives and now it's just become such a thing that it's almost I wouldn't necessarily say that you need to have like this amazing Instagram with all your work detailed and everything I think you I think you should just post what you want to post did you take um, all of these I'm assuming yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah if I do ever post yeah. anything it's um, all yours. that isn't mine I oh. always like credit the person oh, but okay. I don't think I have that's actually Mark Santos. He's a photographer. Um, he's in his, yeah, that's his blood. That's his blood. Yeah. Friend from school. He's in his fourth year. How did you take people's blood? 
Um, just cut them open. Pretty much. But Are you serious? No, well, I wasn't like taking a knife and like, come here. But um, oh, wow. no, that one actually looked out. So Mark, he is like a blood donor. He always goes to like give blood. Mm-hmm. And we had, um, I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to say it because I don't go to Sheridan anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little, uh, what would you say? Like a clinic? Or yeah. like, yeah, within Sheridan. And so he went and... Because I was just, like, pricking his finger and, like, squirting out blood. I'm like, this isn't working. Yeah. So. I was going to say. I'm like, how did you get yeah. enough? Um, so he just, he, he was like, hold on a second. So I was like, okay, I'll, like, fix my lighting. So he went to the clinic and then was like, hey, I'm a blood donor. Here's my card. Can you just, like, take my blood and give it to me? And they were like, I guess. And so they <laughs> What? So like I don't know if I could if that's like bad for me to be like shared in college know. clinic, but um, well I don't know if that's I gave blood for the first time very recently. Oh, good. And I'm gonna find out for you. Okay. I'm gonna go <laughs> next time I go. I'm gonna ask, can you give me some and see what the response yeah, is, I don't and know. I'll find out if that yeah. was legal or not. Let <laughs> me know because I, it's his own. It's right. It's his. Yeah. And it's like I need it. So. Need <laughs> <laughs> um. So that he got like two vials so i used that um wow that's that's a really cool story though yeah regardless of yeah um whether or not it was okay yeah yeah (laughs) so that's kind of how we got that yeah good guy that's awesome Mm -hmm. how about something like this i'm just going through and i'm just picking out things from sarah's instagram Um, um it's really cool because you're like i from like don't take anything that i say too seriously because and i say this to other people too because like i don't really know what i'm talking about i talk to a bunch of different people i think you do i think like just from me looking at your work it's hard for me to say what your like style is you know when some people you look and you're like oh they have a specific style yeah you seem like very versatile like when i point (laughs) out like certain things they're not all like i wouldn't be able to Maybe I would if I looked at it longer. Like, do you think you have a very specific style and that you'd be identifiable if someone like put like, let's say you put out your artwork, mm-hmm. like three different pieces that mm-hmm. were like quite different. Do you think someone that knew you really well could be like, Sarah did these like this is her style? I think so, especially too with school, because um, the program is a lot smaller. There's not as many people. We all kind of get to know each other mm-hmm. and everyone's style. So. Right. I definitely think near the end of that, people were like, that's Sarah's image. And I never, and it's bad too, because I don't want to be, especially where I am right now, I don't want to be, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily want to say I have a style because I would hope that I haven't really fully developed it yet. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to peak now, I guess is what I'm saying. Like I, I want to get better and I, I just want to keep pushing myself because even lately, These I noticed. Are so cool. Oh, thank you. This was so my roommate Anders. He went to Sheridan for film, and he made this movie called Girl Fight. And so I, I was like, "Can I make movie posters for Girl Fight?" Yeah, that thing. <laughs> um, so it was basically the, I guess you could say the premise was girls who get their school photo taken after being in a fight. <laughs> so that was. That was it. But yeah, I was like, can I please make this like... This is from... The image that we're looking at is April 5th, 2017. Um, Yeah. And did you design... Sorry, I'm trying to use my words correctly, but the background? No, so that... um, And another great thing, too, about going to school, I feel like, in a field you love, is that you get all these other people who are in the field you love, so they're, like, super supportive to help. But um, this was my friend Tashana's 
backdrop that she had and kind of I just said I'm like this is what I want to do she's like I have the perfect backdrop and cool. so she yeah she came on um helped me help me set up the backdrop and help me with the lighting and everything and it was it was like actually perfect I think I this saw an awesome image this one really stood oh, out to me thank you yeah mm-hmm. yeah so very cool and then I'm assuming that these were like the actors in it or the no these were just friends that oh, I pulled cool. yeah very <laughs> cool um, I think when I made these, Anders didn't have, I think he only had like the trailer. So mm-hmm. we didn't actually have his set actors for the film. So I just pulled my friends. Very, very cool. Mm. This is such old stuff. Oh my God. Is it fun to go back on? Or are you like, stop? No, no. <laughs> I think it's, I kind of want to keep my old stuff because mm-hmm. I think I get to see how I've progressed. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can do it too. Just. <laughs> Yeah, this is like old. Like that's what I put that image in my portfolio. This one here? Yeah, so old. Very cool. 2014, April 9th. Yeah. Wow. That's five years ago. And then into now. Yeah. Super, super cool. Yeah, crazy. Um, I want to get into more like I was saying that I was going to ask you about KW. Yeah. And what it's been like to because we both (laughs) like grew up here. Mm -hmm. And what it's been like to go away, live somewhere else, and then come back and work here and be a creative person and try to, assuming that you're building this as your career, and Mm -hmm. you said that, like, yes, Mm -hmm. um, that's, like, the dream. Um, But, yeah, just, like, kind of talk about what that experience has been like for the past year. You graduated last year, right? Um, Yeah, this past year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It was rough. It was hard. I... After I graduated, I didn't touch a camera f- till like September, um, which is, uh, which to me was fine. I feel I felt like I really needed that break to kind of just like step back from it. And mm-hmm. um, at the end of August, I was like, "What am I doing? Like, I'm done school now. Like, what's the next step? I have student debt. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm back home. I just lived away from home for four years, right. and now I'm back at home mm-hmm. living with my parents because." I have a student loan I need to pay off and mm-hmm. I need to make money. Um, so it, yeah, it was rough. And then I came back and then I reached out to all my old profs and I was like, what do I do? I don't know. And then a week later I was like, you know what? I'm going to be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it has, it has been hard. I think being a creative here in KW coming from a place where um, creativity was just a like, accessible and like Mm -hmm. people were so willing and nothing really like shook anyone Mm -hmm. um coming to kw it's definitely definitely realized that it's a bit different um it kw has such great potential Mm -hmm. i I, there's a lot going on in kw Mm -hmm. especially now for young people but i do think art wise it has a long way to go Mm -hmm. um tech wise like yeah. if you want to have a startup like yeah. this is the place to be yes, but yes, yes. um artist wise i i've struggled a lot being in kw mm-hmm. um but i i do think there's like there's a, a lot of great stuff that's happening right now in kw like studio on king just went in which i'm super stoked about it's do you know where king street cycle is I in don't. uptown um okay do you know like a herb and mm-hmm, famosa mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like right there mm-hmm. um i think it's like kind of near luster and oak or something like that cool. okay 
Um, but it's this for like, it's just kind of this open space studio. So you can do like shoots there. You can like host events there. So that just opened, which I thought was sick because there isn't really, no, there isn't, there isn't. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, there are, there's so many crazy young creatives in KW area. And it's It's like, why should I, why do I feel like I have to go to Toronto if I want to like pursue something? I should be able to do it here. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but then it's still, um, it's still hard because I find a lot of the art funding and a lot of the art communities are are, are a lot of older people, mm-hmm. um, which, which is nothing wrong with that. But uh, like things are changing yeah. in KW. So I think maybe like the art community should change, too. And like, as I'm saying, there's a lot of great things. There's still like a lot of really sad things like Open Sesame, which was a great space for young creatives, just got closed down. Um which is there's a really good article about that. Um, the owner, I believe it's the owner, talks about it, and she okay, kind of goes to read that. I don't know about yeah. This. I think I might have it on my on my phone somewhere. I can mm-hmm. send you it. But For open, sure. yeah, which was really sad because Open Sesame was a great place. Um, they had a lot of um, zines and like really great photo magazines, and I'm like, I can't get this anywhere else. Like this, and yeah, it was. They had some like great shows, like local musicians, but like, young musicians work there, like. Um, young artists would have like shows there uh I remember too uh Plasma Dolphin they had like a fundraising event there which is like a really great magazine um for young creatives and it just closed down and I was like oh it's like two it's like one step forward two steps back I feel um but I there's definitely great potential here for it to grow Mm -hmm. I don't know if I necessarily see myself staying here Mm -hmm. um but for now being here I am making the best of it so yeah I'm trying. I'm like yeah, yeah, really yeah. trying yeah. to make it work here because mm-hmm. um, it's KW. Like it, there's so, like mm-hmm. it should work here. Like it, yeah. it's a very, it's a it's a really good place to to be and to live. Mm-hmm. And there, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. Um, I, just, <laughs> I like talking about it because I go back and forth with people all the time about um, like my own life and the position that I'm in and what the right choice is for me just in terms of like money uh, and and work and everything. I'm like, I've been living away from home since I was 19. I'm 24 now. I've lived in a different country by myself. Like I have Mm -hmm. these experiences that have made me really independent. And um, I'm like, how would like even like my mental health fare if I like came home and had as much as I love my family had them asking where I'm going to be every day. Do you know what I mean? That's thinking about that. That's rough. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, leave me alone like it's not that I don't care about you and I love you but yeah. like even um even that little bit where I'm like I don't know if I could go back home but then there's so many benefits of being like I'd be able to pay off my student loans quicker I wouldn't even yeah. have to have a part-time job if I didn't want to if I wanted to live at home and just focus on my art mm-hmm. um but then more than that falls into place right it's not just about yeah 100% it, about yourself your yeah. your emotions your uh, it's it's about everything you have to consider a lot of different yeah. things um Um, and yeah, for me, like I love KW, but, um, as someone who's like an aspiring actor, it's not exactly like the place to be, um, as a creative person. Um, so far it's been amazing. And I'm like interviewing you and so many other people that are here. It's like, there are so many creative people here and Mm. that are doing their thing and that are young and we're in the same position. Um, and I will continue to keep coming back and like talk to people because it's been really rewarding, Mm. but like. No, it is. It's like, it's so many things to consider. And I think it has a lot to do with just like growing up too. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. you start to actually <laughs> think about your life. Yeah. It's like, where do I want to be? be. And mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah. And also too, like, 
I say that I'm back here and um kw but i'm literally going to like mississauga or toronto like almost every weekend yeah (laughs) because it's like i do just kind of need that break Mm -hmm. um from here and i think too just like from being at home um yeah nothing wrong with living at home it's just like i feel like when you haven't lived at home for four years it's a little it's like you gotta like suck your pride and go back yeah Yeah. (laughs) no it can just it's just hard it's just a change in lifestyle yeah that's that's all it is it's not like a good or bad it's like it's how you handle it really um but yeah yeah, you have to i like that Mm -hmm. that's a nice way of putting it (laughs) i like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're welcome um (laughs) but no i I can definitely see myself coming back here some days more than others and then um i keep getting i try to like listen to the signs that i am getting and stuff that i'm like if it's not my time it's not my time like Mm -hmm. I always think, like, if I do come home, that's what I'm supposed to do. If I'm not, that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and just, like, being guided like that. Um, but, no, I I want to – there's so many things, and I think you're the same way, where it's, like, it's not just this, you know? Like, yeah. you want to be your own boss. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a business side to it. There's um, – there's different things involved and like I'm the same way where I like I dabble in a lot of different things mm-hmm. and I'm trying to find a way to make it all work yeah and like I want to talk about like females in the city and like I was talking to someone who was saying that the female community here is getting bigger and better and yeah. it's very inclusive and supportive which you don't I personally is in my own personal life yes it's very supportive but mm-hmm. like I think Toronto is incredibly competitive and yeah. I think um, as harsh as it sounds, it's really hard to trust people um, because everyone's kind of like trying to make it. Yeah. And everyone knows how hard the hustle is. Yeah. And um, I find that that's something that I've never been a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. And I've always um, like wanted I wanted people to talk to and be friends with more than I ever wanted to be someone who like stood out do you know what I mean yeah so um like how how do you feel about the like female community in um KW and is it important for you because you do a lot of female art to have Mm -hmm. a network of women and just also it being women's march like what is it like to be a female artist and is it that something that you even talk about you don't have to answer all those questions i just hit you with like four but anything that you come up with i'm sure is valuable um i think so coming back home especially too it was hard because i um i loved where i lived and i i felt like i really built a community with the people at school and where i was in oakville Um, and then to come home and I was like, I feel like I'm back kind of like at square one a bit, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to try. I, for me, I personally struggled a bit, um, finding the community within KW, I think too, because it, KW is such a tech based company. Um, I've kind of struggled to find people who are kind of in that art realm, Mm -hmm. um, females, but I, I've reached out to like a couple of people um in kw that i found that are artists and it's just like through talking through people and i want to reach out to more too so i think that i'm kind of slowly building that um it definitely i i'm definitely gonna say that i don't think i started feeling like really comfortable as an artist in waterloo until probably i want to say january i was in a group show with artists and so 
sorry, I'm going to go off a bit here no if that's okay. But um, so I had a solo show in um, the month of October in KW and I had some issues um, with the, uh, like the gallery space and the gallery owner. They, it was kind of like this back and forth of my work was too provocative and mm-hmm. I had to kind of alter it or not post it or like put it up. Um, and that was like, that hit me so hard because, yeah. and it, sh- and it shouldn't have. Um, but it, it did because I, I was like, I just went through all four years of university and never once did someone say my work was like provocative, s- provocative mm-hmm. or sexual. And it was like, now all of a sudden I'm trying to like start, like mm-hmm. make an art, like make, kind of become involved in the art community in KW and like this happened and I was like oh my god and then but some Mm -hmm. back and forth went and then I was like you know what it's not worth it it's Mm -hmm. it was one show I'm gonna move on to bigger and better things hopefully Mm -hmm. so that kind of that hit hard but then I applied to this group show um at the art district gallery and I was like you know what like can I swear on this? Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm like, <laughs> like the sweetest, nicest fuck it I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm going to submit my my work, how I want it to be seen. I'm not going to crop it down for anyone. I'm not going to take out a nipple or anything. Like I, And I like submitted and I got all three pieces in this group show. And I was like, whoa. And then I, I went to it and I met like... I met some artists and they were like, oh, like I really, I really want to talk about your work. Like, this is so interesting. I was like, wow, like, like, thank you. It it was, it was nice to kind of have that, um, positive feedback within KW that, uh, I was like, no, like I can still make this work here. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say, um, I didn't start feeling like a part really, or like becoming more involved within the art community here in KW until, um, yeah. January um and then as I'm staying here more and more and more obviously and I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to like, see what <laughs> what is like accessible for like kind of young creatives here in Waterloo I'm discovering like all these crazy other talented artists within Waterloo like one that I discovered a couple weeks ago that you actually interviewed on this podcast was Trisha Abe yeah she's wonderful she's, she's such a cool girl her work is nuts mm-hmm. and it was I saw her and I'm like whoa I was like no like there are like these these female creatives especially mm-hmm. here in Waterloo that are mm-hmm. like crushing it and yeah this. and she's really smart yeah well she went to school for like science mm-hmm. I listened to the podcast yeah I was yeah, like yeah. oh my god yeah but just talking to her I was like you are intelligent like she just like has it together she yeah. has a really cool vibe about her yeah okay. I really liked her okay mm-hmm. yeah her work's sick mm-hmm. it's I'm very like, cool I think I'm gonna ask her to paint my jean jacket so <laughs> I probably yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh so I'm hoping to kind of like as I'm here longer and longer because I'm going to be here for at least ideally another year. So mm-hmm. I'm like, might as well make the best of it and mm-hmm. make smart and meet some new people. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So I guess, did I don't, did I answer all your four questions? Was <laughs> there one more? I don't even know what questions I, I don't asked. even know one yet. <laughs> there were a bunch. I was like, tell me it all. No, I, I like to throw out like a bunch of questions, whatever you take. Okay. Then you answer, you answered a lot. Um, and yeah, um, no, like I think it can be really difficult to, I, I for, like for myself, I'm finally at a place where I'm like really putting myself out and just like whatever people receive it as I'm just being like, it's okay. It's whatever. Cause I used to have, and still do like have this 
like fear of being misunderstood mm-hmm. of offending people of um i have a fear of people lying about me or mm-hmm. you know misinterpreting things that i say or whatever because whenever i do something it comes from a place of caring but often i found especially when i was younger it wasn't received that way or i didn't okay, present yeah. it in the right way where and i'm like a very emotional person and doesn't come off that way a lot of the time as well that i seem very like like i get like cold and this and that yeah and and i struggled feeling like why do people see me as this like strong hard and i am all those things but i'm also like um very sensitive and i and i yeah. care like full-heartedly and mm-hmm. i care about people yeah um and being able to actually like put myself out and like share my opinions on a weekly basis and make mistakes and say things that sometimes I mean, sometimes I don't like we say things all the time that we yeah. take back. Do you oh. know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. And just like, being human. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But being comfortable with like saying things, showing myself, calling myself an artist, calling myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I still say aspiring actor because I can't say actor because there's still this barrier of being like, well, I'm not an actor until I do something. But you know, um i that's constantly something that i'm building on and being like well why don't i just call myself an actor like why Mm -hmm. don't i just have that confidence why don't i just keep building my self-esteem and um yeah only recently have i been like you know what it's now or never that i need to put myself out and however people perceive me or like i said receive me is how they're gonna do it it's still me Mm -hmm. um and I think that's all you can really do. Yeah. Um, is just put yourself out there. And some people are going to see it as provocative. Yeah. And, and then I, other people are yeah. going to get yeah. it. Other people yeah. are going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think too, like after that, uh, after that incident happened, it was, I was like, I'm okay. I'm like, I, I finally had someone say no. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm like, all right. I had like my little hurt, like a little hurt session about it. And mm-hmm. now I'm just like, I you it's there's this saying that I saw um a couple like a couple years back and it's like not everyone's an artist but everyone's a fucking critic yeah and it's like you you might as well just like might as well make what the art you want to make absolutely so yeah I think I I'm honestly I'm kind of glad that they said that because now I feel like I've kind of gotten over that now that Mm -hmm. I'm like I can't impress everyone Mm -hmm. in it so it's like Mm -hmm. Might as well just make work that I'm happy with. Yes, absolutely. Because, and that comes maybe, um, I mean, all different lines of work, like have to take it, but maybe some receive more than others. Like I know with, like I live with actors Mm -hmm. and the amount of rejection that you get is like insane. Yeah. So, and even for me with like being rejected from school, being rejected from different programs, never like still not having an agent, like those are all i'm still being rejected do you know what i mean yeah where um and that's just like a part of it and i think for so much for like for so long me being rejected had such an impact on me mm-hmm. and it put my self-esteem so low yeah that it, because i didn't want to be rejected again mm-hmm. and it also limited me from showing myself and from growing yeah because i felt like i'm not good enough so i'm going to be rejected but you have to keep being rejected and you have to keep failing yeah. to get to that place of being oh, 100%. better. I like, yeah. I love failure. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's such a, I don't know. It's such a cool thing because I think too, especially within the creative world of failing, it's like, it's because 
so you fail a science test it's like okay well it's yes or no you either knew what you were doing or you didn't but Mm -hmm. to like fail something creatively it's like whoa yeah like it's it's like so you really have to dig deep and it's like so what do I have to do personally I can't study more like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all kind of like what do you have to do and so I've definitely had like some big failing moments where um I'm very grateful it happened Mm -hmm. like my fourth year thesis thesis sorry I said that's so weird um my proposal I got like what did I get a 53 Mm -hmm. and I was like what the hell am I doing? And yeah. then in the end, I like came out with work that I loved. So it, it's, I'm glad that I had that kind of failure moment to like really push myself to see it's like, what do I have to do? So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, I, I could keep talking forever. I know. But this, I, have, <laughs> I have to, we have stop. to cap it. Yeah. We have to cap it. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you again. No, thank, thank you so much. Thank you for agreeing to do it. No, I'm so, I was very excited and happy to be a part of it. So yeah, yeah you expressed that. And then I was excited. Yeah. I was excited <laughs> that you were so excited. And then there's just a lot of excitement. Um, but no, I'm happy that you also got to be a part of women's March. Cause I think yeah, you represent thank that you. really well. That was a fun month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're still in it. Well, no, yes, yeah. we're still in it, but it's like a really fun yeah. month to be a part yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I hope everyone checks out Sarah's stuff. It's really, really cool. Thank you. Um, and just like if you're listening to this and you're in KW, like reach out to her. Oh, I um, would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always down for tea or coffee. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Um, but I hope that you guys learned something from. I think we had a really good conversation. I think we hit a lot of. I think so. Parts. It was fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, fun. what do we even talk fun. about? It's yeah. been an hour. <laughs> exactly. Um. But, uh, yeah, I hope you guys made it to the end of the podcast. We're about to hit an hour and five minutes. And, um, yeah, I will talk to you guys soon. Okay. Any, you know what? I feel like there's not, this is not a good ending. Okay. Okay. Is there anything <laughs> else that you need to say? Like, um, hit out your handles. Is there any oh, last, okay. last words from last you words. of advice of how you, how you got through it? Like the thing okay. that you keep telling yourself. Oh, okay. I'm just not satisfied. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm, can I have two? Can I say two things? Absolutely. Is that okay? Okay. Um, so one thing is always, again, this is going to sound so cliche, but like shoot what you love. Don't try to shoot something that isn't you. Um, yeah. If that, you could say that. Shoot what you love. Um, also, uh, make the work until you find the work. I think that's a huge thing. Um, come, keep, just keep, and this is with anything, like keep shooting, keep drawing, keep anything until you've finally find what you want to say like it's going to be unpleasant it's going to be hard but just like keep doing it because you're going to end up with something you love Mm -hmm. yeah that's it okay Okay. (laughs) that brings the podcast to an end okay thank you guys thank Thank you you, sarah thank you so much okay take care bye-bye it's psychological hustle i gotta battle these comments like the king and the muscle they keep on bursting my bubble now every morning when i wake up on me in the huddle so batter up batter up you know i'm hitting the double you know i'm running the bases i know i gotta embrace it like a girl without a top just kind of sitting on your lap boy what you do girl i rap i rap nasty maybe one day i'll say chase at a paparazzi it's psychological hustle, be prepared for anything and everything, it'll tear you down, it'll tear you down, it's psychological hustle, psychological hustle, psychological